local station, 590 AM, 101.1 FM, WMBS. It's our number two health insurance store with Aaron Zobrod. We'll take your calls at 724-438-4593, 724-438-4593. And if you can't get to the phone today but you want to talk to Aaron, you can always give him a call at the store, 724 603 3403 or online at getyourbestplan.com. And we are into hour number two, and as promised, we are going to focus in on prescription prices, prescription drugs, because, well, it's a hot topic right now. I mean, it's an election year, and you've had uh, really candidates on both sides saying, uh, I'm going to bring down. Uh, the cost of your drugs. I'm going to bring down the cost of your prescriptions as if they can wave a magic wand and all of a sudden our prescriptions are going to be less. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to start it. Start yeah. the hour. Yeah. Uh, I, we could probably go home now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just vote for me and your drugs will be cheap. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. That's, well, we're, I mean, we're going to get into that on yeah. why I'm so skeptical, um, you know. Uh, on on this, I mean, again, we're going to encourage you to get involved. We, you know, again, if, if we're going to have solutions to this thing, we got to come up. We got to come up with them together. I mean, there's no, you know, get a brainstorm and and, and figure this out. And you know, this hour we're going to really talk about, you know, again, how do we get here? Um, what can be done? Uh, what we think possible solutions are? Um, and you know, the reason why I wanted to spend to to, to spent a whole hour on this as we've done this a couple times and it really was something that interests a lot of people we had a lot of calls and questions and um so i wanted you know spend the whole second hour uh on this topic so again we really encourage you to get involved this hour 724-438-4593 if you'd like to get involved uh give us your ideas on what's happened if you have some examples of what's happened to you as far as the cost of your prescriptions 724-438-4593 and uh, yeah what is going to that's the question we don't know what's going to happen with prescription drugs so here's what i think is going to happen especially in this election year and even beyond election year is you're gonna hear a lot of hot air um, and see a lot of dog and pony shows, in my opinion. Um, I think what you're going to see, and we're already starting to see it, we're going to talk about this here shortly, is a lot of deception on behalf of politicians to, to, to make us, to, to fool us into thinking that they're going to act in the general public's best interest and not big pharma. Um, you know, and I'm going to give you an example of this. Everybody, when we start talking about the, the cost of prescription drugs, everybody brings up the EpiPen thing. Yeah. Okay, that was the biggest dog and pony show I've ever seen in my adult life, and this is when you start to realize what politicians how how politicians work, um, in in a world where uh, they they they're basically sold out to the highest bidder. So the guy that bought this EpiPen company was just a regular guy with some money. Right. He 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 wasn't some, you know, multi billion dollar corporation. Um, he was just a guy, obviously, who hadn't been contributing to a lot of politicians' campaigns. Um, and so they made him an easy target. He, so, he was just a guy who bought the company thinking he could make money off Well, and he did. Listen, what he did was, yeah, was nasty. Excuse, I'm not yeah. defending him, okay? Because he raised prices 300%. Exponentially. Yes. Exponentially. And so he was an easy target. So they bring this guy up in front of Congress, right? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Old dog and pony put, show. Put him grill, in the hot seat. Grilling this guy. You know, first of all, I don't know very many people who take use EpiPens. 
So meanwhile, while this is all going on, the big boys, okay, the big the big pharmaceutical companies, Merck and, um, you know, I don't know where to, 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 to AstraZeneca and, you know, Johnson & Johnson and whoever else. I think Bayer. Bayer, whoever, I, I don't know what their names are. I'm just using it. And, and they, they keep buying and selling each okay. other. So meanwhile, they're raising drugs, prescription drugs on things like insulin, three, four hundred percent. And the same Congress who's grilling this guy are looking the other way at the at, at, at the real guy, the real culprits. Right. Not that this guy shouldn't have been, you know, not that it wasn't appropriate for him to get slapped on the wrist and something to happen, but w- it, listen, you can't pick and choose who it's okay to, 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 to you know. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. If so you're going to pillory guys, one. Right. It's okay for these people to gouge us, to, you know, all of these people to gouge us, but we're going to make an example out of this guy just because he was an easy target, and it was easy to march him up in front of Congress and, and those guys to act like they're insulted and disgusted. Meanwhile, again, the cost of prescription drugs uh, from 2014 to now, the average brand-name drug has gone up 300 percent, 300 to 400 percent, and you don't and, and, and they let that happen, and, and, and you know it just so you know you're just going to see you're just going to see more of that, in my opinion. So it's just gonna, the, the ball is going to keep rolling in that direction. Seven two four four three eight four five nine three seven two four four three eight forty five ninety three. As we go back to the phone, say hi. You're on with Aaron Zolbron. Who are we talking with? Bruce, hey, Aaron. Hey, CJ, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I was just sitting here thinking the ordeal that time when the missus got that medicine. They jumped it from seven dollars to four hundred. Yeah. Whoa. Well, so so this is interesting, and CJ always has these calls. This is interesting because seven dollars was her copay. So that wasn't the price of that medication. And here's where mm. we get confused too, thinking that the copay is not any way correlated to the price, the actual retail cost of the drug. So what happened was, CJ, you know, again, I don't remember everything, but somehow our insurance didn't go, wasn't being billed, you know, wasn't being billed right, or there was an error. And so $400 was the retail cost of that drug she had been paying $7 for. So in other words, if you didn't have insurance, that's what you would pay for that medication. Okay. And so, you know, I'm going to get into this now. I'm actually going to start, you know, talk about an example of, of this. There's a lot of it going on. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example, uh, CJ. Thanks for bringing this up because it's going to segue into, into these, into these again, where they're going to try to, politicians are going to try to fool us into making, make it seem like they're doing something. So Governor Illinois, right? This, this was posted on Facebook a hundred times. He signed a law that stated people could no longer pay more than a hundred bucks for a month's supply of insulin. Okay? So in everybody's mind, what's they, what are they thinking? Oh, this guy's doing great. He's, he's, he, he's, he's forcing these companies to only take $100 for their insulin. No, they're not. He's limiting the copay to $100. Yeah. He's not limiting what the drug companies can charge for it or the pharmacy can charge for it. Okay? So who's making up the other 400 Well, the insurance company is. Hey, the law is basically limiting the insurance companies, making forcing them to cover all but a hundred. Okay, so in the donor hole, so it, so so generally, most people's insulin isn't hundred bucks anyway. It's not even close. So if you're under sixty-five and you need insulin, it's forty-five dollar. It's it's generally a forty to 50, you know forty to fifty dollar copay for a month's supply of insulin. Yeah. Right? 
The only people who pay more than that are, are, are people who get in the donut hole. And so they might have to pay 125 when they get in their donut hole. So he capped it to 100 so he saved them 25 bucks a month. But guess what? Who's still paying? Who's still paying? The bottom line is the, big, the, 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 the pharmacy industry is still trickling that down, and somebody's making all the money. Okay, and it really, honestly, it's not the pharmacies either that are making all the money. It's it's these middlemen, um, the guys that 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 reprice everything. Um, I Someone like me, now, then I had to go out there and total it, tell my pharmacists. Yeah, we had to. So, you know, you gotta be crazy here. They're called pharmacy benefit managers, I think, what they're called, and those are the guys that that are the middlemen that are making all the dough. So uh, the, the the pharmaceutical companies are making the dough. These middlemen are making all the dough. Insurance companies are, you know, we're going to talk about that. They're kind of in bed with it too. And the bottom line is, this is exactly what you're going to see happen. Remember, people, it's not what you pay; it's the price. And yep. you can say, "Oh, that doesn't concern me. I only pay seven bucks, or I only pay forty, I only pay 30. Listen. When we keep paying more and more money for this stuff out, insurance companies have to pay more and more money out for this stuff, and employers have to pay higher and higher premiums. It, it, it's all going to fall back to us, the, the taxpayers and, and the working people. So just because you personally aren't paying a lot of money doesn't mean you shouldn't be concerned about this. And that's part of the problem. Is they, I had they, a good friend of mine was on the, the exact same medication as the business was on. Yep. And... They was going to charge him a thousand dollars. Matter of fact, he went to the bank and drawed the thousand dollars out. And, and, and again, that's a, prescription. That's another issue. One person at one pharmacy can pay one one amount, and another person can pay another. It, it's again, it's just there's too much of that going on. There's too many. It's it's a shell game too, and yep. that's crazy. Um, yep. You know, it's just it, it just keeps us confused, and there's it, it's nuts. And um, you know, again. We're going to talk about what we think the solutions are to this, but I just want to make sure everybody knows. Don't be fooled by this stuff. Don't be fooled that you think, oh, he's a Democrat or he's a Republican, and that's who's going to solve the problem. And it's Listen, it's, that's, that's nonsense. We, 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 You've you got to remember what's going on here. I don't care. I don't know what affiliation this, this, this governor is. Now, he looks like a hero, and I'm going to tell you the whole, that whole bill is a sham. Yeah. It's a complete sham because, once again, the, the, the big pharma still – the bottom line is the retail cost of that insulin is 500 bucks for a yep. one-month supply. Um, it's not... Well, I'm glad I ain't on the regular insulin yet. Yep. Well, you know, again, it, we're going to talk about the CJ, but you've got the protection of PaceNet, too, and the VA to help you out in that situation. So, Oh, and, without that, I'd be under right, the bridge. You're more protected from that. So we're going to keep discussing it. But, CJ, always thanks for the call, my friend. Okay. Billy, have a good afternoon. Thank you, CJ. You, too. Take care. CJ joins us here. You can join us as well. 724-438-4593. 724-438-4593. And I think the point you're, you're making here, too, is that uh, it may be only $100 out of our pocket, but if it's Medicare, it's coming out of our taxes, which Correct. we pay. Correct. Or if it's the insurance. And people are, uh, and this makes, I'm sure it makes you crazy too. Oh, these insurance companies, they make tons of profit. They can afford this. Well, not, they can't go on forever. And and, and it, it'll, it'll result in higher premiums or lower coverage. Somebody's going to pay for it. Yeah. Can we go to Medicare for all? Yeah. Unless the prices are lowered, we're still paying for it. The insurance companies... They're, they're no angels. I'm not defending insurance companies, please. Um, you know, but the bottom line is, until the retail costs of these medications go down, we're going to pay for it. You and me and everybody else are going to pay for it. Whether you think you're paying for it in, in, in 
in your copay. You're going to pay for it in the form of higher premiums, more out-of-pocket costs, um, higher, you know, less raises at your employer because they have to spend their the, the money you could have got for a raise. Yep. They had to spend paying higher premiums for your health insurance. This is all the stuff that you know. It's it. It's all interwoven. So don't ever for a minute think that, oh, I don't have to worry about it. You know, I'm on pace now. I only pay $15 for my insulin. Again, that money is coming from the lottery, okay? And if we could didn't have to pay so much, if, if that money didn't have to be used to cover the difference between 15 and 500 maybe we could use that money for some other, well, you know, needed programs. Like or, or potholes. Like to pave our streets and fix our bridges or, or help at-risk kids or, uh, you know, something else. Or just providing people with lowering taxes. How about that? <laughs> There's a thought. Right. So uh, you, you just everybody needs to be involved in this. Everybody does. We got to be smarter consumers. We got to we got to call these people out. Um, you got to try to 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 avoid them um, if we can. So uh, you know, keep the phone calls coming. This is a real interesting topic. I, I think you can tell I'm pretty passionate about it. Um, you know, because I deal with it every day and I see it. It's so obvious to me. And it's not obvious to us because the politicians and the drug companies are so good at keeping us confused and, and running the shell game. 724-438-4593, if you want to get in on the discussion. And I, I also remember if we go into our Wayback Machine, uh, when the whole Obamacare, Affordable Care Act debate was going on, uh, one of the things they said was, among other things, that uh, the prescription prices would go down, and that uh, that we would be paying less for our prescriptions and be be better off for it. So, what we're getting into is how do we get here? Yeah, where did it start? Because I said when I first got into Medicare, um, when I first got into this business, and then in 2012, 2013, the average brand name drug was 125 to 150 bucks. Okay, today. The average brand name drugs between four hundred fifty and five hundred fifty dollars. Now we're not talking about very specific drugs like that are the only drug that can cure, uh, treat a certain kind of cancer. Correct. And we're talking about we're talking about drugs that, that the most widely taken drugs, brand name drugs out there. Insulin's number one. Right. Okay. Insulin being number one. Now, Eliquis, I'm sure is Eliquis is, is probably the most prescribed brand non-insulin brand name drug right now. Right. Is Eliquis. That's a drug almost everybody who's had a heart attack, had a stent, bypass, a stroke, is going to take for the rest of their life. Okay? It's 550 bucks retail. Mm. Okay? Back in the day, there was no Eliquis back then. But if there was an Eliquis, it would have been 125 to 150 bucks. So what I'm saying is the average brand name drug price has gone up three to 400%. And here's how it started. So in order to get Obamacare through, Big Pharma, this is my opinion now. Okay? I don't, mm. this is just, me looking into this and, and, and being there from start to where we are yeah, now. Yeah, you, you do have a, a, t a feel for the history of yes. this, though. So it was, had to get, they had to get Big Pharma on board to get Obamacare passed. They had to be behind it. Because if they weren't behind it, it was over, right? All they had to do was pay politicians to, you know, yeah, line well, politicians well, contribute to their elections, right? Yeah. All they had to do was do that, and it's over. So they strike a deal with Big Pharma. And and Big Pharma backs them, and then Obama announces, or his administration, I don't want to get political here because, trust me, he's not the only president that's played these no. backroom games, okay? It, it, it's, it's still going on. It's gone on forever. You know, it's just that, you know, without, with, with now what was the, where you, where Camp, where 
corporations are now to contribute the same as individuals. Yeah. It's just made this ten times worse. So, People's United. The deal is, so Obama announces the donut hole, prescription drug donut holes going away. And that to pay for it, those generous pharmaceutical companies are going to discount the price of drugs for people in the donut hole 50%, and every year after, it was going to be 55, then 60, and 65, then 75, and eventually in 2020, it was going to go away. Well, we're in 2020, and I'm here to tell you it never went away. So what did Big Pharma do? Well, how are they going to... You think they're just going to take $5 billion a year less in profits? What do you think their shareholders are going to say Probably about not. that? Probably no. not. Yeah. So they just raised the prices. So instead of $125 for insulin, now it's 250 and you're not really getting the discount, so they're discounting, but they're still getting the same amount as they were before. And then it goes up to 55%, you know, the, the, what they're supposedly discounting, 55 and 65. Well, here we are now, those same insulin pens, 13 years later, that were 125 or 150 bucks are now 500, 450 to 550. So now they're giving a 75% discount in the donut hole. Well, not really, right? Because that discount... They yeah, paid yeah. for that discount by raising prices 400%. Meanwhile, Congress looks the other way. That was the deal. Hey, you go ahead and raise prices. We'll just look the other way while you do it. Yeah, a quarter of $500 is $125. Ima imagine that, Bill. Right? How, how now, don't, now, don't get me wrong. And this is just, so they also raised the price on everybody who wasn't on Medicare. So they're still making the same on those who are on Medicare, but they're making four times as much on not people who aren't on Medicare. So it was just, again, this is the type of shell game you better watch out for when, 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 when these politicians come up with a bill. Because there'll be a bill, and there'll be a law that passes eventually. And my, my opinion is going to have absolutely no teeth. It's going to be a big shell game like this is. And, and, and the taxpayers, again, are going to foot the bill. And the big pharma is the most profitable. Uh, some of the, you know, with that, besides Google and uh, and, and, and Microsoft, probably the most profitable corporations um, on the planet. And just because you're only paying $7 a, a prescription for something, somebody is paying the rest of that $450. We're all, we're all paying for it, right. Bill, in uh, the form of higher taxes, higher health care premiums, more out-of-pocket costs, bigger deductibles, all of that stuff. We're all less raises that you get at your work. I mean, all those things come into play. Um, you know, do what you can not to take brand name drugs and to keep those costs down because it's going to help you in the long run. Now, okay, so we always say, great, you brought up the problem. What's the solution? And what, what, can, what can we do? How, how do we turn this around? Uh, is this, or is this ship just going too fast towards the iceberg? I mean, so unless Congress passes a law that forces them to lower lower their prices yeah okay not lower what you and i pay no, but, but to what the actual sticker on the right how yeah. do we how do we reduce those prices to the consumer because unless that reduces nothing's going it, to it, it's still going to be the same thing um like you know you got to remember too we are the united states is subsidizing lower prescription costs for the rest of the world that is fact right. you can go on any Canadian web pharmacy website, you can buy the same brand name drugs out of Canada, manufactured at the same company in the same factories for, a, you know, anywhere from half to a quarter, and if the generics version is available, a tenth of the price, okay? Because other countries, 
don't have the stringent patent laws that we do. So you've got to remember that we're doing that. So that's crazy to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go into the European Union, they're the same story there. A a absolutely. Um, again, every industrialized country in the world pays far less for their prescription prices than we do. And again, not just what the consumer pays. I'm saying what the retail price is. Okay, in other words, the retail price for a Zempic is $750 in the United States mm. for a month's supply. It's non-insulin. It's a, a non-insulin injection. And it's supposedly a great medication. It works really well as far as what I'm hearing. Well, you can buy that same medication out of Canada. Retail retails, again, retails for $350. So half. Doesn't make sense. My understanding is the other half is tied up with those pharmacy benefit managers. Those guys are the reason. They're taking the other three, they're taking the 350. Is, is somewhat, I, I, it might not be as simple as that, but I know that those middlemen are the one making money. So maybe the solution is making that illegal. Okay, now there are going to be arguments from that side on why that's not going to work and, um, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, but. So, in, in other words, any benefits need to go to the actual patients and. I, yeah, uh, the actual customers. How, how do we? How do we? How do we eliminate that middleman yeah. that's marking it up two fifty or three hundred bucks? How do we eliminate that guy? I played golf with this with the pharmacist and said, "Hey, are you so you make your money on brand name medications?" Says, "No, sometimes I lose money." Really? Sometimes I lose money to do because I make my money on generic. Sometimes I lose money on brand names because the insurance company charges him a fee to help pay for that donut hole thing. And we're back to the donut hole. Now. Okay. So not only have they marked up their price to pay for it, they're charging the pharmacy money to ho supposedly help cover those costs. It's a, just a complete giant scam. And so what, how, how do you, how do you do that? I guess the simple solution is maybe, is maybe get, force the middleman out. Okay. How do you do that? I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what legislation you can. I don't know the inner workings of it. They don't want us to know the inner workings of it. Right. They want to keep this. They want to keep it behind the curtain, so we don't understand it. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Right. And the seven two four four three eight four five nine three seven two four four three eight forty five ninety three. And if you had any personal experience, uh, we kind of touched on uh, the idea of buying drugs from Canada. If you have gone to an outside source like that and have, have had success or not, uh, yeah. let us know seven two four four three eight forty five. Ninety-three. What? By the way, is there, is there anything preventing us from going and buying our prescription drugs from Canada? No, or, or it's not illegal. Another source? No. Every once in a while, they'll get caught up in customs, yeah. is what I hear. Um, but I haven't had clients who've had. You know, we've got. Unfortunately, I want my people to use Ma and Pa local pharmacies. Okay, yeah. I'd love that to happen. But when you can't afford it, you got to do what you got to do. Right. We've got hundreds of clients who don't have a choice. And, and I've, I've never, we've never, I've never heard of, I've, I have heard of some people say, yeah, I've had them got cut up in customs once or twice. The, 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 the pharmacies my clients have used, I haven't heard that. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened. And again, it's not illegal. And I think maybe this would seem to be a simple solution to me. Why couldn't the insurance companies, Highmark, UPMC, Aetna, Cigna, whomever, why couldn't they buy medication directly from the manufacturer? And then distribute it themselves? And then, and then distribute it without, right? So why couldn't they buy drugs directly from the manufacturer? Why couldn't they buy them from the pharmacy in Canada? 
because if you're paying for, if you're paying fifty and the retail's forty four fifty, then the insurance company you would think right is paying four hundred. So if they could buy that Azempic in Canada for three fifty, you pay your fifty dollar copay. Wouldn't that make them? Wouldn't that mean they paid out two hundred dollars less? Well, I don't think that's the case. Bill, because I think because I think I think they're in bed. I'm pretty sure they're in bed with the drug companies too. The drug companies are kicking them back money. They're turning around and charging pharmacies a fee for what I have no, you know, again to help with this quote unquote donut hole. Um, and we why why haven't you seen CEOs of a big of a big uh, health insurance giants complain yeah, about that, the cost of right. prescription drugs? Have you ever seen an interview no. with a CEO of a of a, of a They're fairly tight-lipped people. Health insurance company. I, yeah. I wonder why that is. Um, I know for a fact they get kickbacks. They, they get rebates. You call them what you want. I think they're in the industry they're called rebates. Yeah, that, that would be the, the um, technical term for that. So, again, more, more of the shell game. I mean, all this money's moving around all over the place. The shells are moving really quickly, and you can't keep we – can't, we can't see who's – it's moving around to so many different entities, we can't see who the biggest culprit is. Yeah. Where's where's it all going? Everybody's being paid to kind of keep the shelves moving, um, and so you know, do you? So so um, uh, you know, to, to to make these companies lower their prices and get to eliminate the middleman, that calls for a lot of government intervention. And then you're going to have to you're going to hear about these people say, "Oh, that's government overreach. That's government overreach. That's government they're, overreach." They're taking over the medical, field. right? Yeah. And so you know, as a as a guy that's pretty conservative, <laughs> you know, borderline libertarian. I, I, I don't want government overreach either, but there's a fine line here when it comes to when it comes to these costs, especially when you see all over the world they're paying less now, than we are. What do you say to those people who say that if we didn't allow big pharma to make uh, large profits on these drugs, they couldn't finance the research and development of these of these drugs? False false for one they're getting a lot of you know a lot the government does a lot of research and development um number two they're spend more money on advertising than they do research and development number you you mean those ads that i see all the time with the huffing wolf are (laughs) huffing and puffing so uh number three why is every other why are why is the united states the only one paying for that research and development because Canada, because they're forced to sell them cheaper everywhere. Right. So Canada's not paying. Obviously, why, why isn't Canada contributing? Why isn't the UK contributing? Why isn't Turkey, which makes where, where a lot of these medications are made, by the way, Turkey, India, um, Israel, uh, all over the world, they're manufactured. Very few of the drugs are manufactured in this. And you know that's nothing. Very few of them are manufactured in this country. They're uh, mostly. So we're not even bringing those manufacturing jobs here for all this money we're paying. They're they're all they're they're all being over now outsourced. Now we've got a lot of people that work on you know in office jobs in the United yeah, States. Yeah, sign, signing the import papers. Right. So you know I had a very good friend that was in the business and he was to you know his job was to procure the you know the the, the ingredients or the chemicals or whatever they use to make these drugs. Okay, so he's making great money. The pharmaceutical reps make great money, and that's good, right? But where are the manufacturers? They're not even they're not even making them here, Bill. No, uh, I believe uh, China has become one of the one of the main uh, manufacturing hubs for uh, for prescription. Well, I hope not. I mean, the, the, the website that we use that we that we recommend our clients in, uh, investigate, none of them are made in China. Okay. Now they're made. In, I've seen them made in Turkey and Bangladesh, in you know again in Israel, um, India's huge manufacturer. 
the United Kingdom, um, they're doing it. They make a lot of them in Canada. Um, but you don't see them, you know, it tells you what country of origin, of what country the, manu- the drug was manufactured, be it a, a brand or a generic. So uh, there's another solution. Do what the rest of the world does and stop letting the patents run for 17 years. Well, you keep it to four or five, seven years, something right. like that. Right, just like every other country in the world does. That way they, you can make the generic quicker. And There's all, another solution. Yeah, also, by the way, the way the patent laws work, if you uh, if you add a grain here and take grain away, you can file for a new patent. And, and that is something that can change. So a lot of the drugs, right. So you, you'll see this happen a lot. When one drug becomes close to the patent expiring, they'll tweak it make it a slightly difference with a little bit of enhancement, yeah. and now they got yourself a brand-name medication again. Right. And, and a whole new patent. Seen that happen. So so that's happening right now. Um, you're going to see Advair just went generic. Okay? Well, you're going to see another inhaler come out. It's going to... It's gonna. I've, I've seen it already. Another bigger inhaler, and better. Bigger and better. Um, you know, uh, insulin's been around since what? Uh, uh, over 100 years. Okay. Sure. How do we not... We just had the first insulin go generic by one of these big manufacturers just recently. Just happened. Okay? Just happened. Um, I don't remember if it was Humalog or Novolog, but we just had one of them just just went generic. And there was some pressure by this administration for, for these companies who, who to force them to go generic. And they let me tell you something. They're dragging their feet. They dragged their feet as long as they could. Um, before they got some pressure put on them. And one of them just went generic. We'll see what happens. But again, now we got these new ones. Here we go, Bill. Yeah. You think this is coincidence? That this, now we got this yeah. Tujeo, the Ozempics that are 750 bucks. So just as, just as insulin's going generic, a better, here, here comes drug. a better diabetes medication. And you watch the use of insulin start to be reduced. You watch that they're going to, it's going to be more type two with the use of this, these $700 medications, Ozempic, Traceba, uh, I think the other one's Trulicity. Anything on TV you've seen the commercial with people dancing around with smiles on their face who've got diabetes. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, it's not fun. No, t- uh, especially if you're a, 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 a not non-type 2. Right. But So you're gonna, you watch. That'll happen. And these, comp- these guys know what they're going to do. They're, they're, gonna, they're doing. So I think also these companies knew what was coming. They knew eventually there was going to be pressure to to slow down the cost, inflation on medications. And so what they did is they said, we'll just raise prices 30, we'll, we'll, raise, we'll do 30 years worth of price increases in, in the next five. Because it's really gonna be hard for them to come back and tell us, oh, you gotta lower those prices. Now, the bill that came out of, uh, the, the bill that came out of the house is going to restrict their price increases to that of regular inflation. And if they don't stick with that, then they're going to have to repay. They'll have to pay the government an equal amount in whatever they want to call it, fines, penalties. So if they raise, if they raise prices 20% and inflation was only 2%, well, they owe the government the other 18 Well, guess what? That, that doesn't help. They already raised the prices. The damage has been done. The 400% increase has already been done over the last six years. So once again, unless they go back and force them to roll the prices back to what they should, to go back on inflation, okay, deflation was 12% or 18 total percent since 2014 when you started raising the prices. You've got to go back to that price. Oh, and by the way, I don't believe that drug prices are included in the inflation rate that the government uh, puts It puts couldn't out. be or else it, the inflation rate would be... It would be skyrocketing. Right. It would be a heck of a lot more than whatever 2% that it, or 1% that it averages. 724-438-4593. Hi, you're on with Aaron Zolbron. Who are we talking with? 
Uh, this is Johnny O. Hey, Johnny. Hi. Uh, yeah, I just enjoy listening. I think you're touching on some very important topics, uh, like like what you're talking about, the insulin. I don't use insulin, but the way you're saying it, one thing's disappearing and, and another thing's yep. suddenly appearing. Like, is that just a coincidence? I, I heard a, a, a theory recently called planned obsolescence. Yep. And the more I think about it, I have seen that with so many things in my life. That's just medicine. How one Cell thing phones, kind of right? Is, Cell phones, right? I'll give you a better one. It's uh, uh, VCRs or yep. an analog, cassette tapes. Yep. What was wrong with them? Everybody was in a mad rush to throw them away. Right. Oh, I keep thinking this, man, I wish I still had one. It was right. a lot easier. I right. could rewind in, in no time. Now you want to rewind something on the computer, it takes you a minute to go back 10 seconds. Right. You're you know, right. Exactly. But... Uh, uh, but I think some of these questions that you're raising is, 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 you know, you or anyone were to dig a little deeper, they might not might not like the answers. They're not going to like the answers, Johnny, and I love that word, plan, obsolescence. I'm going to steal that from you unless you have it patented, my friend. No, take it, take it. Well, the patent runs out. That's... That's another thing that I don't. Know, I wouldn't even call and say that word. But since you're already talking about it, there's not only patents, but there's also what's known as secret patents. Right. Expound and on people, that a little bit, Johnny. I'm I'm I'm, I'm interested in this. Uh, I, I think you should do your own research. Okay. You know, I mean, that's that's what that's that, that, that's what Socrates and, and, and learning was all about. Was that if you if your brain can think about it, your brain can find the answer to it. That's you know? exactly that, right. That's how you. That's how you truly learn. Having someone just tell you something. I agree, and you know, I don't think, we're a- and I don't think we're asking those questions, Johnny. And I don't think we're doing our own research. And I think, I think we're, people, right, people we're, are not. When we're just counting on what what these pundits and politicians say on TV to, well, to, to tell us what what we're to believe. And and if we if we elect somebody that says they're going to lower the prices, put their feet to the fire. Let them know you're not happy if the prices don't or, or if. if uh, 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 I, I, I go back to what you were just saying. I mean, I think what I've seen in the past 20 years is nothing's changed. I, I don't see any change, but, you know, like, people are thinking everything's changing for the better. What's different? You know, it's stuff changes, but it's the same same issue at heart. Right. Remains. Right. And, uh, uh, what you say about, uh, you know, secret patents, no, I tell you, because that goes, uh, it, that, that even connects to what, um, I was listening the other day what Doug was talking about, about the professor saying he would have an interview with, uh, if he could have dinner with the three three people, Hitler would be one of them. And, and Doug was saying, you know, what's wrong with that? Maybe you want to learn learn something, but there's where your secret patents dies in, and, and just opens up a lot of answers for people that they might not want to hear, might, might not want to believe, but... but um, well, well, Johnny, a, have you had any experience with uh, some of the drugs that you take with some of the prices going up or any issues well, like I'll that? Well, I'll tell you, I, I had a, a first hand. I don't use drugs anymore. I, I, I've taken up an all-natural lifestyle, and my life has changed tremendously for the better because I don't think that there's any substance that the government manufactures into something approved by the FDA that is actually good for you. I think the pure source of anything can can have more health benefits. I agree. So I think anything in life that's put into a pill is a shortcut, and and you're not going to have the knowledge of the long road or the health benefits of the long road by 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 wanting to line up for some convenient little pill. I think that's a huge rewarded. part of it. You got it, man. I, I mean, I, I've survived death 
not by choice, but I have. And, and, and there are, I can do things that 20 years ago doctors told me, you'll never do this again, you'll never. And, and through, you know, effort and, and grace of God and, and determination, and, and, but also without medication. One first-hand medication I had an experience with was called Vioxx, V-I-O-X-X. If you want to look that I, up, I just have a client shocked. who's on that. Well, not anymore. They're, they're not because 25,000 people died from heart attacks before they took it off the market. Wow, that's interesting stuff. Yeah, you look I, it up. Now, you know, Don, I'm going to say one more thing before I get to let you go and, and, and get to the next okay. caller, but you said about getting off medication. So I once had a client who I went to visit to do a renewal for and um, show up, and man, she looks, she, she, she's so thin. And I asked her how she's doing. She said, well, I just came off, I just came off a hospice. How many? I don't know how many people you met that actually were on hospice, didn't come off. You know what she told me? She stopped taking all her, so desperate, she just said to hell with it. Stopped taking all her medications. Offered herself up to, to nature. And guess what happened? Up. She got, <laughs> she got off. She, got, she came off it. I'm not saying it, it, that's the answer all the time, but it, 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 I'm with you. I think that stuff's poison Listen, there's a there's a pattern i've done a lot of research on, on one on a lot of subjects one particular one is people who survive stage four cancer look at the connections for the people that survive it's all not saying that it's a guarantee that's going right. to work for people but look at the common factors that these people take up which has to do with meditation going to the himalayas getting off of all the you know eating organically that, I mean, I don't know. I think it speaks for itself. Thanks, and then you John. look at what prescription pills do yep. for people. Yep. You know, yep. They, I, all right. I well, pr- appreciate you contributing to the show, Johnny. Call back another time. Call. Thank you, John. Sure Thank okay. you, guys. That's Johnny O. If you want to join us, 724-438-4593. we got about six minutes left here. Hi. You're on the air with Aaron. Who are we talking with here? This is Charles. Hi, Charles. Hey, Charles. Um, uh, two of your clients are, um, they... They've, one is now in hospice and the other one's in a uh, nursing home. And let me tell you um, what I've had to deal with. Um, in both of their cases, um, there's been medications that were supposedly prescribed by, you know, one of these rotating physicians, and they don't get a they don't get an authorization through PACE or PaceNet, and then, you know, um, the patient gets hit with the whole bill. And what I didn't know is that if you don't get an authorization within 45 days, you have absolutely no recourse. So that's, again, so someone who's absolutely not able to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another, that's another um, a problem with the system. Absolutely. And then here's, and here's the one that really is just, was just uh, blew my mind. The uh, first nursing home that um, I had an uncle in, um, the bed sores were so bad, the flesh deteriorated, mm. that you could see uh, literally the bone. Mm. And so put him in another personal care home. And, you know, hospice wouldn't pay for um, an aggressive treatment uh, that was uh, approved by the wound care doctor. I uh, went to the VA and finally um, just paid for it myself. And so the reason why I'm telling you the story is that your, call, your listeners need to know that um, you, you got to watch some of these places like a hospital. Oh, gosh, yes. you gotta, you got to advocate for yourself. You know, and I want to say, if you know, if, if if these are clients of mine, you know, you can always call us, and we get in the middle of all that stuff. So, you know, well, make I, sure the I, prices I will are because uh, because uh, you know part of the problems, like you said, is the insurance companies, and um, and and so they they tell you that if you notice something that you don't think is appropriate, give us a call. Well, I tell you that really went nowhere. Right. 
Right, and, you're, you're allowed to file a complaint and they don't go anywhere. And so my point is, is that, you know, these people, you know, in nursing homes, they're not able to take care of themselves. I mean, they're, they're just fighting on trying to live, you know, have some... some yeah, and, they're understa- and those places are understaffed um, because they don't pay real well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's all part of the... Si- I mean, again, that's a whole system that's broken, you know what I mean? And that's just, boy, that's another topic for another show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got to advocate for yourself, and, boy, it's, what do you do when people don't have anybody that can... Thank God you're there for your, Well, you know. my, my point is that, you know, for periodically, you need to ask the, the, the nurse in charge, you know, what prescriptions, what, what medications they're right. on. And in, my, in the one case, like I said, they never, they were never were getting their um, rotating physician to uh, actually get an and, authorization. And, so what happens with those copays? This is a good question. So do they have a credit card on file, and then they just if whatever no, they, tra- they, they, they they bill you if you don't pay it timely. Like I, you know, I I fought basically. I finally called Payson and I said, look, I said, I said I don't even have enough money to bury him right now. I said, please help me. And so in the one case, they basically. The forty-five days to for the doctor to write the prescription had passed, but in this case, they basically they waived that. Waived that, but again, it, when you're when you're a caregiver, it's the last thing you need to be dealing with more. Well, that's why you just call. Please, just call us to reach out to us if they're clients of okay. ours. That's our job. That's our job to do right. that. Thank okay, you. I mean that's that's the, what's our promise to our people. That's what we you know we get paid a commission. Um, for this stuff, our commitment to our clients is we'll get involved in that because we've done this, we've been there, done that, we know what phone calls to make, um, so we're not being transferred back and forth. So please, please use that resource. Uh, I will, Aaron. Okay, that's why, that's please do. Okay, thanks. Thank thanks for calling in and yeah, making thanks, us Charles, aware. And, and good luck. And uh, yeah, he, he is right. The, um, you know, CNAs make no, <laughs> make practically nothing, and they're the backbone of some they of these are. Uh, some of these businesses. Okay, we've got about three minutes left. And uh, without any changes to the system, is there anything we can do to keep Johnny our own brought up the, Johnny brought up the great point. Are you living a healthy lifestyle? And listen, I know that's not easy. I ate pizza last night. I drank too much. You know, I know I shouldn't be doing well, that. Well, that was a Super Bowl thing going I on. I haven't been to the... You know, I know I need to get to the gym. I haven't been. So I know how hard it is, but if you want to, that that's the that's probably the first your first line of defense is to eat right, take care of yourself, get some exercise. Okay, so that's the first thing. But it does it takes effort, and it's not easy. No, there's two there's so many temptations out there. You know, eat that pizza, eat those wings, eat the smother it in blue cheese because it tastes good. And let's face it, that our receptors in our brain want more of that. So I get it. So, but that's the first one. Uh, obviously, there's PaceNet. Um, you know, if you it, it's it's it's. Around twenty nine thousand for a single individual. It's um, that's the income limit. It's thirty, yeah. uh, just around thirty eight for a thirty eight for a married couple. There's no um, there's no asset limits on that. We can help you apply for that. Get go to Canada. Ask your go to your go to your doctor. Say doc, I can't afford this medication, and see what they say. Maybe they got samples. Maybe they got an alternative. You'd be shocked if you just told your doctor you can't afford the medications. What are we going to do of a of a plan? of a treatment plan that, that, that could that could work for you. So try that too. Um, you know, alternative medicines, Johnny said it. Go to your pharmacist. Hey, I'm taking this drug, it's so expensive. Do you think there's anything I could take that I could run past my doctor that might do the same thing? Take that back to your doctor, tell him what you think. I've had, can't tell you how many clients have done that and said, yeah, I went to my doctor, he said, no problem, and put me right on a, right on a cheaper medication. So that's something else you can do. You can always pick up the phone and call us. And we'll try to help you find a solution. So, you know, with, with less than a minute left in the show, you know, you got, it, you got these issues. Um, you got questions. You're having trouble affording your medications. Uh, there's foundations out there. Let us, help, let us help you. We'll get involved whether you're a client or not. 
Um, you know, sometimes it's part of the solution is getting you on a less expensive insurance plan that offers the same or better benefits to free up some money to pay for your medications. So there's all sorts of solutions out there. Um, very rarely can we not help somebody uh, figure out a way to, to, to cut those costs down. So 724-603-3403-603-3403. GetYourBestPlan.com. We'll have, we'll have this hour up. On the st- on uh, on the website, if you have know anybody who would like to listen to it as well. Right, and if you just want to walk in, the address is one twenty one North Pittsburgh Street in Connellsville. And with that, Aaron Zobron, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Thank you so much. This is your local station, W two six six DB WMBS Uniontown. It's three o'clock. <laughs>